Recorded live. Donna, can you hear me? Oh, hi, Lana. How are you? I'm doing really well. I was like about to call you, and I thought, Donna, no, I think she joins me there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. Good, good. How are you today? I'm pretty good. Tired for some reason, but pretty good. Good. Okay. So tired. Like, so let's start with things that I know we haven't connected in so long. Let's start with what the, the things that have come up that uh, we could consider positive. Any, any potential successes are always a very important thing to, to look into. Um, Can you think of any? <laughs> I honestly can't. Really? So how's your health? Let's start with something super basic. How's you're tired, but how how would you say is your health? Um, I'm I'm pretty good healthy healthy wise. I you know I I'm trying. I go on spurts. I try to eat well, and then I don't eat well, and then I try to eat well again, and um, so I'm back to trying to eat well again. Um, okay. And uh, but but the the good news is I guess. Is the, the periods of not eating well are shorter than they used to be? <laughs> that that is, you know what? That is actually huge. And let me tell you, because I have a, I have a similar pattern, and it's really, it's it's uh, it's a huge challenge because sometimes we just go into not eating well, and you can be there for quite a while, right? And you know, yeah. a lot of things go downhill pretty fast. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I just have this sweet thing, and I say, ah, oh, I want just a sweet. Yeah. Well, I want to share with you that I have, I definitely have a sugar addiction. I have no problem admitting it. And I didn't know that sugar is nine times more addictive than cocaine. 
Wow. I read that. I've never tried cocaine, but let me tell you, there's no way I'm getting anywhere near it. <laughs> I definitely prefer chocolate cake, but the problem is that I had no idea. So it seems like when our brains on sugar, we just, like, we cannot say no. This is crazy. I know. It's just, but I found out last night I, was, I had such a headache because I was trying to eat well, and um, I had such a headache. And for yeah. some bizarre reason, I found um, a candy bar in my purse um, that I had forgotten was there. And I opened it, and I had a couple bites, and then I felt sick. So I thought that was a good thing. <laughs> well, and I want to tell you, I have, I, I've been without sugar for about almost three weeks now. And, and I got to a point where I was feeling like that. I was headachey, and I was like, you know, this feels like my body's kind of like toxic. Like just, just, I have passed the threshold of having enough sugar in my system that it just doesn't even feel good anymore. Just too much. Um, so I can totally, totally understand. But I'm very happy to hear that, that you're saying, you know, that, that the periods of not eating well are shorter. And, and it is a huge commitment to really being kind to ourselves and taking care of ourselves better to eat healthier, even if it's, you know, not perfect, but healthier. Yeah. <laughs> it's healthier than it used to be, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I hear that a lot has come up in the last month, basically. I'm sorry? That I hear what you wrote to me, that a lot has come up and that you've been dealing with a lot in the last month. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And it's, so let's, because did you get my, my response to your message? You, you got it, right? I did get it. Thank you. And yes, I, I was good. And yeah, just today, I didn't tap. I was really kind of busy. I find it difficult, like, my day yesterday was, I went into the office and I had three massages and then I had to drive to another massage. And then after that massage, I had to drive to another massage. Oh my God. (laughs) And after that, I drove home and I took a nap and then I had to drive back to where my office is to do a meditation group. But I find it difficult to tap when I drive because then I feel like by the time I get to where I'm going, my mood isn't that good and I don't want to be working on people in that kind of right. yeah that i that I totally understand it makes a lot of sense, so what I may recommend is that if you choose to tap in the car that for it to be about you know I just want to trust that everything is it's gonna be okay, just almost okay. like a a soothing almost like a a little meditation where you just say you know. Uh, and you know we can even practice now, so you can you know let's do let's do even a couple of rounds together of what it would look like, just so you have it if you wanna. You can always download our calls and uh, and tap together with me, you know, and just you can listen to the calls in the car. Um, but it could be something super simple. So if we do karate chop together, even though there's a lot going on, even though there's a lot going on, and I'm feeling really upset. And I'm feeling really upset. I don't know how this is going to work out. I don't know how this is going to work out. I want to trust that everything will be okay. I'm going to trust that everything will be okay. Even though I'm furious at times. Even though I'm furious at times. I wish that I didn't even start doing these. 
I wish that I didn't even start doing this. It's overwhelming and so intense. It's overwhelming and so intense. Take a breath. I would just like to be at peace. I would just like to be at peace. Knowing that I'm a really good person. Knowing that I'm a really good person. And everything will work out well. And that everything will work out well. Tapping through the points. I am really upset. I am really upset. So many things that are coming up. So many things are coming up. And now I choose to trust and relax. And now I choose to trust and relax. Knowing that there is something greater than myself. Knowing that there is something greater than myself. And that life loves me. And that life loves me. And there's plenty of good things in my life. And there's plenty of good things in my life. If they are not present at this very moment. And if they're not present at this moment. They are definitely coming my way. They are definitely coming my way. Even if I don't understand how. Even if I don't understand how. Even if I don't know when. Even if I don't know when. I am open for them to come my way. I am open for them to come my way. And I choose to be at peace in this moment. And I choose to be at peace in this moment. Trusting that I'm doing my best. Trusting that I'm doing my best. And things are going to work out. And that things are going to work out. Take a breath. How do you feel? I feel lighter. Right. But that's the idea. It's it's a little bit, it's a short, it's just an invitation to your nervous system to just relax, right? And say, it's okay. It's okay. It's not deep healing, it's not a huge release, it's not a huge transformation, but it's it's a soothing to your nervous system that I am guessing in the next in the last month has been really um very compromised or very uh, overwhelmed in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so getting in touch with, you're feeling lighter, but like right underneath that lightness, there's a lot going on. Is that true? Or how, what is really present for you right now? Yeah, there's a lot going on. It, uh, it's, um, there's just this anger that I just, there's just, uh, I, it's unbelievable to me how much anger is really there. It's just, I just it just boggles my mind. And, yeah. and I just feel it. It's just like, and it's just like this never ending thing. And, and I'll tell you what happened that really, that really kind of made me realize how how serious that it is. Is um, and I, uh, I would I love to hear every word, but I want you to tap while you tell me, of course, okay. right? Okay. Thank you. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, because it's it's just, uh, and I want to tell you that it's okay to feel all this anger. It's totally okay and extremely normal. But but I, I understand that maybe it's scary at times, right? Well, it, it, it wasn't particularly scary. It's just, you know, there, there's these, tr- there are triggers that, that just really trigger me. One of them is being told what to do, and it really mm. triggers me. And um, 
I was driving and I had this phone call from my insurance company. Um, a couple of weeks back, um, my car had stopped and I called my roadside assistance through my insurance company and they never got back to me. I mean, I was just kind of sitting there. And thankfully, a cop stopped, called somebody to come and help me. And, and so um, I took my bill in for them to reimburse it because, you know, they didn't show up. And, um, and she said, do you want to file a complaint? And I said, yes, please. You know, because, I mean, I called twice and nobody ever got back to me. So, um, yeah. so I filed the complaint, and then I got this call from this guy. I said, oh, we received your complaint. Um, we're looking into it. You know, if you would like to call us, this is the number to call us at. And he called twice, and I didn't, and I didn't call back because I figured they're handling it. So um, she calls me as I'm driving, and she goes, you, they called you, and you never called them back. I go, they didn't. They said, if I would like to call them back, to call them. You know, if please call me signifies to call them back. But if you would like to call, doesn't signify that they want me to call them back. And she goes, and she goes well, of course they're not going to tell you to call them back. And I didn't get it until later. So finally, and so I got really angry. And I was just, you know, argue, you know like I was arguing with her. And, um, and so I, then, I was, then I was looking for the stupid number to call them back. So I pull up to a stop sign, and I look in my rearview mirror, and there is a cop. And um, so I went, oh, crap. And so I started, of course, driving the speed limit because I, I don't drive the speed limit. Um, and um, he pulls me over, and he gives me a ticket. And I looked at where he, he clocked me from. It was like a mile and a quarter behind me from the stop sign, behind the stop sign um, that he had been following me. And I didn't even see him. I was so mm. angry that I wasn't present in, with my surroundings. And it right. really scared me, you know, like right. not only because of the tickets, but because I was just so angry that, that I just let go of everything. Yeah. Yeah. That is, a, it's like, it's just so deep that it's like, you just, you're, well, it's like you're inside the space of like total unfairness. Yes. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's just, they're not being, they're not being fair. They're not treating you right. They're even putting demands on you to call them. Like, come on, this is like, what, what the fuck, basically? Well, and I realized, too, after I called them, that they, they, of course, if I called them back, they had to, I guess part of their policy is to give me money, to, you know, for my inconvenience, which, of course, you know, I guess why they say, you know, you know if you would like to call us, they're not telling you to call because then they'll have to give you the money. <laughs> right. Yeah. So when was it the first time? Was it with your grandfather that you felt that it was extremely unfair and you had you felt powerless? That was not about speaking up or, or being or, or not opening my mouth, being afraid to tell my truth. That was you know the, the grandfather came up and I thought it was going to go back to my parents, and so I was really shocked when my grandfather popped into my head and went, "Whoa." Because um, I really didn't expect him to come up. <laughs> how how old were you when your grandfather molested you? About ten. Okay. Yeah. 
And that, that's a very critical age because your body starts changing. So it's really, really odd. And did you, were you able to like speak up and tell, tell your mom or someone what was going on? I never told anybody. I remember him, my grandmother was next door babysitting the children next door and she had come home in the middle of it, thank God. Um, and, um, and, and I remember him saying, don't tell your grandmother. And I never told anybody. Well, you, you were scared of him? I was just scared. I mean, I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know what was happening. I, you know, it was just like foreign to me. I, I had no idea. Yeah. So when she came in, she stopped and nev- never, like, attempted anything else. That was it. I was never alone with him again. I made sure I was never alone with him again. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the piece that is like so uh, infuriating, right? Because it feels like, how how dare you? I don't know what he told you, but he probably, well, he made you feel scared and he didn't allow you to, there was no, you felt trapped. Yeah, and and confused. I just, you know, like I, I did. You're ten years old, and people are touching you, and you've never been touched like that before. And you're going, "What the heck's going on here?" You know, you know. And he said, "Oh, your grandmother doesn't let me touch touch her like this anymore." And I'm going, "Ah." Yeah. Yeah. And so was it that you felt like? This is not okay. So the confusion sometimes, and this I want to bring it up because even though it's extremely odd, is that at that time, and I don't know if this was the case for you, but at that time, you know, the truth is even though we're not prepared, we are sexual beings. And as our hormones start kicking in and things happen, so there's a confusion of like, this is not okay, this is not right. And at the same time, as children, we, we kind of like attention so it's a, a a huge confusion of like this is not supposed to be happening, and at the same time there's a slight positive thing to it. Was there anything of that for you as well, or was it? Does that? Or was it, it, it like? Yeah. It it could be because because you know because I didn't get any other attention, so it could be that that I liked the attention, but you know he made it seem. You know, like don't tell your grandmother makes it seem really wrong. Right, right? exactly. What's going on is wrong, um, and you know, I guess you know the two competing feelings. I guess exactly. And it's not just the two competing feelings, but there's even even deeper layers. And you're still tapping, right, Donna? Donna? I'm still tapping. <laughs> Wonderful, because I want you to to. To understand as well that the part that is also is infuriating is that our body feels like in a, in a way our bodies are and our emotions are betraying us. We know that this is not right. We know that there's something wrong with these at our you know core level, but at the same time, we kind of appreciate or enjoy the attention and being kind of made special in a way. And and it's it's just such a confusing, and our brains, you know, at that age, are not ready for to process all of it. 
So, so what happens is that there's a part of us that actually even becomes furious with ourselves for even feeling any positive emotions about it. Does that make sense? Yes. So okay. that is, it's just so completely, it's unfair and on top of unfair, on top of unfair, and, and feeling imposed upon and feeling that you cannot say anything. And that's why people, you know, we know how many people say, well, I felt dirty because it's like, I know that this is wrong and yet I kind of like like it in, an, in some really bizarre way. Yeah. So let's just, we're going to, let's go empower that girl. How does that sound? Okay. Okay. So I want you to close your eyes and go back to that scene. However, you can you can step into it at any point. It could be before it starts happening, right as it's happening, however, whatever feels right. Okay. And just as you, what, what is going on? Don't forget to tap and breathe. You don't have to tell me if you'd rather not. It's okay either way. I'm getting there. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Are you... Of course. I'm upstairs in the bedroom in my grand in my bedroom in the grand my grandparents' house. And my grandfather comes in, and I, I think I was getting ready for bed. Um, my grandmother um, was next door, um, babysitting the children next door. And he, um, I don't exactly remember what happens. All I remember is he has his hands in my pants. And he's fondling me. And telling me that. My grandmother never lets him touch her this way anymore. And he really misses it. Okay. So I want you, as the adult woman that you are today, to step into that scene. Step into that bedroom and actually freeze him and move him away and get in between them. Can you do that? Mm-hmm. Good. And just he's he's gone or he's frozen somewhere. He's just frozen. He's he's no longer a danger. He's no longer okay. Just where, and I want you to connect with little Donna and tell her that you are her all grown up and you're here to help her. I'm your older version, sweetie, and I'm here to help you. I'm here to help you deal with this. Yes. This horrible man. Does she is she okay with you being there? Does she believe you that you're there to help her? 
Yes. Good. So let's just start tapping on her. Say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do something that is going to help you make f- feel a lot better. Okay. I'll make you feel a lot better. And start tapping in your karateka point. Imagine that you're tapping in her little hand as well. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna guide you at any point that you want to say something else to her. That's perfectly fine. We're gonna talk to her. Okay. Did she have a nickname or was she was she Donna? Um, Donna. <laughs> okay. No, that's good. Okay. So even though you're feeling scared and confused. Okay, Donna. Even though you're feeling scared and confused. And your grandfather acted in such a nasty way. And your grandfather acted in such a nasty way. I am here to let you know. I am here to let you know. That you're a wonderful girl. That you're a wonderful girl. You didn't do anything wrong. You didn't do anything wrong. This is not your fault. This is not your fault. Breath. Even though you're feeling confused and upset. Even though you're feeling confused and upset. Really scared of him. Really scared of him. With nowhere to turn to. With nowhere to turn to. I want to let you know I am here with you now. I want to let you know that I'm here with you now. And I will protect you. And I will protect you. You didn't do anything wrong. You didn't do anything wrong. This is not your fault. This is not your fault. Okay, tapping through the points. Imagine you're tapping on her body as well. That was really nasty. That was really nasty. It was not okay for him to do that. It was not okay for him to do that. He'll never do it again. He'll never do it again. And your body can now relax. And your body can now relax. So much fear and confusion in your small body. So much fear and confusion in your small body. That was really scary. It was really scary. He's your grandfather. He's your grandfather. Like he's doing something that feels wrong. And he just did something that feels wrong. And you just want somebody to help you. And you just want somebody to help you. I am here now. I am here now. You don't need to be scared anymore. You don't need to be scared anymore. And this will never, ever happen again. And this will never, ever happen again. I can assure you that. Is that true, Donna? It never happened again. Is that true? It never happened again. Good. Because he doesn't know that, right? True. You know it, but she doesn't. How is she feeling? Just check in with her as you keep on tapping, just gently tapping on yourself and her. How is she doing? She's still shaking, but she's calmer. Okay. Is she scared? Is she sad? What is she feeling? She's scared. She's scared, yeah. Okay, so much fear. So much fear. Your body's terrified. Your body's terrified. That was really awful. That was really awful. Completely uncalled for. Completely uncalled for. So scary. So scary. 
He was not supposed to touch you that way. He's not supposed to touch you that way. That was really scary. That was really scary. He's a bad man. He's a bad man. That is that was not okay. That is not okay. Definitely not okay. Definitely, definitely not okay. Take a breath. Notice how she's doing. She's coming. Okay. And we're going to actually talk to grandfather. Does she want to say something to him? We want her, and he could be frozen. He wounded. We want to let her know there was going to be no consequences to this. And it would be very important that she lets him know how she feels and that it was not okay. Okay, she's going to talk to him? No, is that? She's going to talk to him or I'm going to talk to him? It would be very important if she gets to talk, but if she feels like she doesn't feel ready, you can start and then she can. I want her to feel safe. The key of this piece is that I want her to step again into her two feet and feel strong again, that she can use her voice, that she can say what, you know, set boundaries, be strong, so she never feels imposed again. Okay. I'm sure. Is that okay with her? Mm-hmm. And I want you to let her know there will be no consequences. Grandfather will not. I mean, he can be frozen and we can even shrink him. I want you to notice that as you're talking, as you're looking at him right there, he's standing right there, he's going to shrink. He's going to shrink. He's going to become like, you know, maybe two feet tall or just a tiny little man. <laughs> a tiny little man anyway. Yeah. Oh, good. Good. So he's going to be one feet tall. Okay. Well, how about it? So how about if we make Donna, ten-year-old Donna, six feet tall? Make her really. She's still a little girl, but it's almost like you know Alice in Wonderland. She just takes the pill and you know that little that little candy, and she just shoot up. So both of you are just really tall about him. Okay. Is is she scared of the grandfather? No, she's just looking at him with disgust. Good. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. So let's stop and just start. I'm going to start, but I would love for her to start using her words and especially put some anger into your words whenever you feel ready, okay? I'm going to start and then you take over. Is that good? Okay. Great. That was not okay. That was not okay. That was really not called for. That was really not called for. You will never do that again. You will never do that again. I am a little girl. I am a little girl. You're a nasty man. You're a nasty man. I don't care that what my grandmother lets you do or not. I don't care what my grandmother lets you do or not. I am never letting you touch me again. I am never letting you touch me again. That was not fair. That was not fair. I'm not okay with that. I'm not okay with that. You will never do that again to me. You will never do that again to me. What What else would you... Go for it, yes. What were you thinking? How could you think that that's okay? Whatever gave you the clue that it's okay to do that to a child? I'm 10 years old. 
What the frick do you want? This is wrong. How dare you touch me like this? Ugh, you're vile. Oh, you're horrible. Go away. Just get away from me, you horrible, horrible man. Get away. I, I will you. never let you, I will never, ever let you touch me again like that. I will never, ever let you touch me again like that. And notice if there's anything that arises, just look at feeling your belly, feel your second chakra. If Allow that anger to rise. If you need to push him, punch him, do anything you want to him. Kick him. Kick him. Yes. Yeah. Go for it. Like, yeah. like football. Yeah. Oh, oh, how dare you do this to me? I'm a bitch. I'm going to step on you. Termite, little, oh, little piece of crap. Oh, I hate you. Don't ever touch me again. You're never going to touch me again. That's it. You will never, ever touch me again. You will never, ever, ever, ever touch me again. You're disgusting. You're disgusting. You deserve to die. You deserve to die. Torture is death. Torture is death. Because you took my innocence from me. Because you took my innocence from me. You imposed yourself, and I hate you for it. I hate you for it. I hate you for it. You're an awful person. You're an awful person. And you will never, ever do that to me again. You will never do anything like that to me again, ever. Disgusting old man. Take a breath and notice if there's anything else in you. And if you need to punch him or kick him or anything, just like, you know, you can even use, you can stop tapping for a second and use your hands and and feet to just kick him. Let that energy out of your body. Shake it out. Shake your arms and your legs. Shake it, shake it. Worried about me. (laughs) 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 She she came over to check on me. (laughs) Who's that? Who's your daughter? (laughs) Yeah. It's okay. Just let him know. It's okay. I'm totally fine. Mom is all right. It is good. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, take a breath. Shake your hands out, your arms, your legs. 
allow the, lead, the last of that anger to just flow out of your body. Notice how it's just leaving your body. And you're just dumping all these like dark, heavy, red energy, this dark ball of anger, just puking it on him, just like out of your body. Yeah. There's any, any left, just allow it to just drain of your body, coming out of your feet, the top of your head, and almost like a sweep just out of your body. It's just, you may feel a little bit drained for a bit, but it's just like, because the anger is a very energy, you know, energizing emotion. So when it's gone, it's like, right, we can feel a little tired but also kind of lighter and freer. It's really just, it feels like it's just draining from my fingertips and my toes. Yes. Yeah. Now, grandfather, while we're doing these, grandfather was taken, and this is, this is a grandfather that still lives in your memory, right? It has nothing to do with where he is, if he's here, there, if he's alive in hell or whatever, it doesn't matter. But the, the internal grandfather, does that make sense? Is the, the one that lives in you, right? Mm-hmm. You can allow him to change if you want to. So I'm going to present an invitation of him going to a healing clinic. Okay. Would you give him that possibility? I mean, he's he's repented, he's feeling awful, and he's finally recognizing that what he did was not okay and he needs help. Can you see that? I can't see him doing that. Can you see him doing that or not? Is that good? No, I, I don't see him doing that at all. Okay. So, okay. What is what is uh, what do you see him? He's still like kind of like self righteous, or what's going on with him? I think he. I don't think he gets it. Honestly, I don't think he he truly does. I. I was like. I was like the third oldest granddaughter, and I remember. I and I don't know anything for sure. It's all just supposition. Um, but I remember my father and my grand, my uncle having a really big fight. Now, his daughter was the oldest granddaughter, and she was my grandmother's favorite. Mm-hmm. She never went back. They, they never saw that much. And Jeannie just kind of disappeared from my grandmother's life. Mm-hmm. And then, and then um, my, uh, my other oldest um, female cousin, um, she just she she too you know they they same they shared um the same birthday month and they were close and then she just kind of disappeared too and my father and my uncle really never spoke after that i mean there was a lot of bad blood and i have a feeling just as i said it's just supposition that he my uncle told my dad what was going on or and you know because my guess is he did it to Jeannie and and um and that's what this whole thing was about. And my father yeah. didn't believe him. Yeah. And your grandfather didn't even, didn't believe him or didn't? My father didn't believe my uncle. That's wow. what I... Because 
because mm-hmm. he because my because then my uncle my uncle distanced himself. Yeah, yeah. So it's like there's still like so he he's just he's he's just, so it, it totally makes sense that he's just like a sick man, right? Yes, I and mean so sick. I think yeah, I was just what, uh, just another one, you know, uh, that he you know decided to try and molest. Yeah. I, I don't think I'm the first. Yeah. Yeah. And that that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. Is there any part of you that so tell me how is the level of anger towards him or the level of fear towards him? Do you, does that ten year old feel like she can stand up to him? Right now she's angry enough to stand up to him. Yes. Okay. And what would she need to feel like she is because anger this is anger is a very powerful and very positive energy, Donna. Anger always arises when somebody does something to us that is unfair or crosses a boundary and anger comes so we are hurt, right? Somebody crosses a boundary, does something to that hurts us, hurts us emotionally or physically, and the out of that hurt the response is anger for protecting ourselves. So it's a very healthy emotion. Now, anger can be used to really set boundaries and say, you will never do that again to me. I will just kick your ass and you will never, ever do that again to me. Don't even try. Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. So, so being angry is a, is a good thing. It's a positive thing. Now, we cannot live our lives in anger because that's just, it's draining, right? It says anger has to be something, like every emotion is something that is useful in order to, be, uh, to just deal with what comes our way. If we are in a constant hypervigilance and that, you know, in an alertness and being angry that somebody could at any moment um, do something to us, then it totally drains our system and we're just, you know, that's, that's a very tough way of living, right? Yes. So maybe there's a part of you that has lived a little bit like that, like the, being, the fear of being taken advantage of, the fear that people are not going to respect you or going to do things that are going to hurt you. Okay, yeah. And just, and just in case, you're going to defend yourself, right? So the anger comes in just in case. <laughs> That's true. Just in case, it always just comes up there. Right, exactly. So I want her to feel very strong. So, so if you're sitting, I want you to just tap through the points and just stand in your stand with with your legs, like, you know, a little bit apart, even beyond, like, your shoulders. That's, like, really solid on the ground really solid. Imagine that that 10-year-old is inside of you and you're both doing this together and you're planted solid. You know, your knees slightly bent. So if anybody were to come and do anything to you, you're going to be there solid as it be. You're not going to let anybody impose on you. Can you feel that energy? Yes. Now... So you have that power, you have that ability, you have that anger to master at any moment. And now I want you to notice that you can just relax your shoulders, let go, notice what is the level of anger right now, 
Is it still very present? It's there, but it's not as present. It's not as intense. Okay. Because what I want to invite is an empowering feeling, feeling that at any moment you can master this anger, you can just call upon it and just stand your ground to anybody. Right? So it's right there. And, you know, it's right there in your belly. It's like that fire. You can just call upon it anytime, but you don't have to live in it. Is there any fear whatsoever towards grandfather at this point? No. Okay. And also, what does she need? What does this 10-year-old need? Does she need to tell grandma? Does she need to tell another adult? What would actually make her feel empowered, protected, and, you know, believed, supported? What does she need? I think she needs to tell someone, but I don't know anyone. I don't... I don't know that anyone would believe any believe. I don't know. I guess I just I have a it's just a feeling that I don't think anybody would believe her. Okay. So let's actually talk with uncle. Oh. Let's go talk to the uncle. And say, you know what? This just happened to me. And notice how he responds. He just gave me a hug. Yes. And as you tap through the points, as you receive the hug, he's saying, that will never, ever happen to you again. I will help you, and we would make sure that you never alone with him again. I'm on your side, and I believe you. How does that feel to little Donna? It feels good. Yeah. Does she feel like, you know, she's so she's believed, she's protected, and she's even loved? Yes. There's an adult man, and this is extremely healing, so allow, allow that hug to take place from a very loving and supportive way. And just bring it into your heart. Like feeling really relieved, respected, embraced, protected, and cared for. And he even says, I'm so sorry that happened to you. And I believe me, it will never happen again. How does Lola Donna feel? She feels feels safe. Yeah. 
And maybe even, is it okay if Uncle tells her, I am here for you and you can come and call upon me anytime. I will make sure that never happens to you again. Okay. So she doesn't have to be the one always taking care of herself. She knows how, and it's very important, but she also knows that she can count on others. She can ask for help and support, and she will get it. What else does young Donna need? And she can have absolutely anything she wants. All she wanted was a hug. Okay. And she got that. Yeah, absolutely. And she said she's okay. She's okay? Okay. Mm-hmm. Is she still angry? Yeah, but not. She's... It's under control. Okay. It's a, and that and is it okay for her to still be angry or was she so what I want I would love to try something even if it's just um, I want you to imagine do do you feel like that internal grandfather because there's something very important that you have the memory of your grandfather right and he was an absolutely nasty man and then there's the the part of you. The, the the grandfather that lives inside of you. Does that make sense? Mm, can you explain it's, a little more? Of course. So it's the part of you that, well, there is a memory, but sometimes it's a part of you that can be punishing towards yourself, that can be doing something that you don't, you know, that you don't want to do, that is just you know that it's not good for you and you do it anyway. It's that energy, isn't it? Mm, yeah. So that's that's the grandfather energy that you have internalized that is no longer, you know, your that grandfather, but that you internalize that it's an energy that you are crossing your own boundaries. You are betraying your soul when you do something that you know that is not for your highest good. And it could be a, something as simple as you choose to have that you know, that candy bar, and then on top of it, you beat yourself up. Oh, that's definitely true. I'm very hard on myself. Right. And do you see how that could be that, in you know, that grandfather energy, like I'm going to do these out of, you know, out of despise or whatever, even if it's not good for me, and then I'm going to feel even doubly bad about myself. Yeah. So I want you to notice that that part of you, that, you know, it resembles your grandfather, but it's a part of you at this point because it's inside of you. That part of you goes to this special place where it's it's a part of you that has been hurt. It has been hurt just like he was. Something happened to him that turned him into this nasty 
abusive person. And it's, it's exactly the same part of you that was abused, whose boundaries were crossed and feels really hurt and angry and like doing whatever the heck this part wants, regardless of the consequences and not being respectful. So it's, it's part that we're just going to characterize it as this grandfather, but it's not necessarily him. Does that make sense? It's a little bit of an odd notion, but I want you to, can you play with that? That is like, may have started back then when you started being mean to yourself in some ways. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. So we're going to invite that part to be healed. To just go to a place maybe where, you know, I am there, Kimberly's there, you have, a, you know, other, other loving people that are there to support you and do your process and you can be in this special, wonderful retreat place where you're going to tap together, you're going to have Reiki, you're going to have, you know, punching bags, you're going to do different exercises to release the energy, to actually cry all the tears that are behind the anger and be respected and supported until you just, like your heart feels free of all that tension, all that negativity. And you start being able to receive the love of the people around you and your own. And that opens your heart in a way that a lot of tears just pour out of you. And it's just that the things that have been unfair, the moments where you needed a hug and you didn't have it, and all words that were really painful to hear, anything along the, your, 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 especially your young life, just letting them drain. Is it a little odd or a little sad to do it? What? No, I can do it. Okay. How are you oh. feeling? What do you notice? Um. And everything is okay. It's perfectly okay. I'm just noticing the I'm not good enough feeling. Um, mm. And is it possible that there's, and who's saying that? What part of you is saying that you're not good enough? My solar plexus? Okay. And Donna, is this about, because you didn't receive the love and attention that you wanted when you were little. Is that true? True. Yeah. So there's a part of you that lives in your solar plexus that is like, I probably don't deserve it, and that's probably why I didn't get it. There's probably that I'm not that, you know, I'm not good enough to get the love and attention that I need. Yeah. So let's step through the points together. There's a part of me 
There's a part of me that believes that I'm not good enough. That believes I'm not good enough. Because I really needed attention and love. Because I really needed attention and love. And I didn't receive it. And I didn't receive it. I can see that part of me. I can feel that part of me. That very young part of myself. That very young part of myself. Who felt so hurt. Felt so hurt. Neglected. Neglected. And believed that she didn't deserve it. And believed that she didn't deserve it. That somehow she was not good enough for it. That somehow she was not good enough for it. And she believed that. And she believed that. And now I see her. And now I see her. A young girl. A young girl. Wonderful and sweet. Wonderful and sweet. Strong and present. Strong and present. And I believe that she does deserve. And I will... I'm sorry, I didn't catch that. I believe she does deserve. Oh, and I believe she does deserve it. Is that true? Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 I, I totally do. I totally do. She's a precious child. She's a precious child. And I am willing to give her all the love and attention she deserves. And I am willing to give her all the love and attention she deserves. I want to change that belief. I want to change that belief. That erroneous belief that she does, she's not good enough. That erroneous belief that she's not good enough. I am going to give her what she needs and wants. I'm going to give her what she needs and wants. Because she totally deserves it. Because she totally deserves it. She's a sweet, wonderful girl. She's a sweet, wonderful girl. Unique and special. Unique and special. In her own way. In her own way. Sometimes she's weird. And sometimes she's weird. <laughs> and I like weird. And I like weird. And normal is kind of boring. Normal is kind of boring. <laughs> I love that she's a little different. I love that she's a little different. And that makes her even more special. And that makes her even more special. I will just shower her with my love and attention. I will just shower her with my love and attention. And then I imagine that you just go and run and give her a big hug. And you take her, you take her to, to a park and you do fun things together. How would you like doing that with her? Oh, that would be fun. Yeah, and you really have fun together. You do things that you still enjoy. You know, there's things that we do as adults that are still super fun. So we can actually go and do an Easter egg hunt with her. <laughs> things, really silly and fun things. Yes. Is it really true? Is there any part of you that that really believes that she's not good enough? I guess she feels guilty because of all the things she did, you know, like the pitchfork thing and and I don't know what else I did, but that stands out of my mind. 
um, to get attention, and she still feels guilty about that. So what I'm going to recommend is that this is this is what I would love for you to do, is to let her know, and we can, you know. So so when she feels guilty that she did those things, is to let her know that it makes sense that that she knew there was something there was something more and something that she needed and somehow she was denied it. So she did things to call attention and sometimes it may not have been the best way to call attention, but it was better than being ignored. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and explain to her because little kids don't know these, but it's like they don't know it intellectually, but I have to share with you, they know it in their heart. Little kids need attention, and they would rather get negative attention than no attention at all. <laughs> I said that it was funny. I was telling, I was discussing this with my sister, and we were walking around a store, Michael's actually, and um, and um, I was saying that's what I said to my sister. I said, you know, like I said, and I was bad. I, you know, like I, I did bad things, so I would get attention because no attention. And bad attention is better than no attention at all. And this woman in the store goes, I tell that to the kids all the time <laughs> in school. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's why when my daughter was, I think she may have been a year and a half or two years, I told her, I said, if you want attention from me, just call, you know, you can just pull on my skirt and say, attention, mommy, and I will be with you. Because I know I did it. I did a lot of things to get attention, and they were not all good. But I got attention. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I got in trouble at school like crazy because otherwise that was the only way my parents would go to school. Otherwise, they would <laughs> never show up. <laughs> you know? So it's like, would it be possible for you to actually let that little girl know that you forgive her, that you understand her? And that she no longer needs to do any of those things because you will, you love her and you will give her attention. Yes. Yeah, little kids can reach very, very rapidly strong conclusions about who they are, that they're, they're not good or they're too weird or they don't deserve. And they're all erroneous conclusions about the inability of the adults that raise them. Yeah. Right? It has nothing to do with, it does has nothing to do with little Donna. And I, the I, other side, yeah, go ahead. No, I'm just going to say I'm realizing that, but go ahead. <laughs> no, it says, but it's really a powerful thing. I'm sharing it with you, and I'm very, I really want you to listen to this recording. At least once, even if you're just tapping gently, and, and even if you do it even absent-mindedly, your nervous system will, this is a powerful session for you to deal with your anger and understand at every level. Yeah, so I want you to just uh, just tap in your, in your heart chakra, just in the center of your heart, and I want to let you know these. Donna, young Donna, little Donna was a special, unique, a wonderful girl. She still is, and she still lives inside of you. And she gained a ton of strength and power and assertiveness and consistency to just move forward in her life because of all the nasty things that happened to her. She has acquired immense gains for all the pain that she suffered. And now it's time to capitalize on those gains 
embrace and feeling empowered of who she is, no longer having to carry that pain. I want you to own everything that you learned, that nasty grandfather taught you that nobody would ever do that to you again. <laughs> if they dare, their balls are going to be up there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right? Doesn't that, yeah. I have to, it's, it's amazing because I had a, a slide, you know, my own version of, of that experience. But, man, I, you know, if I ever have to go into a dark parking lot to get to my car or whatever, I just master that and I go into, like, if anybody dares touch me, oh, my God, they're going to just find it. You know, they're just going to lose what they hold most dear. <laughs> <laughs> but do you see that, the, the energy and power that it has given you? Yeah. Right? Nobody will ever do that to me again. And and sadly, she had to go through that nasty experience, but it gave her a lot of strength and connection with who she truly is, the power that she holds, that nobody would do that to her again. So that's an invitation to just embrace her, let her know how incredibly loving, lovable she is in her, you know, unique and special and odd way. That's, you know, that makes her really a wonderful child. And that it's okay. She did things to call attention upon herself, which is much better than actually hiding and becoming depressed. That's true. Right? So she showed her power. She did it. Mm, so full, take a deep breath. Just slowly and gently own that power within you. Allow that anger to transform into this empowering feeling of like, never again, never again, because I do have that anger within me and I can just, Bring it up any time that I need to. Nobody will ever abuse me or betray me or cross my boundaries again. And I don't have to be in defense all the time, but I can definitely take care of myself. How does that feel? It feels good. It feels really empowering. Yeah. And just take a breath and notice how, how present is the anger. Is the anger still there or is it more of an empowering feeling? It's more of an empowering feeling. Yeah. And Donna, I would love for you to listen to this again. I want to share with you that um, next week I'm going, to I'm going to be on Margaret's training. Are you going to be there for the chakra? Yes, yes right? Yes. Wonderful. Wonderful. That's great. So we'll see each other there. <laughs> Yes. And, uh, yeah, and we can always, you know, always uh, reach out to me, you know, like let me know what's happening if you need any support from me, okay? Okay, I will. Thank you. You're very welcome. Okay, and I'll give you a hug in person next week. Wonderful. <laughs> that sounds good. <laughs> Great. Have a wonderful day. Thanks, you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.